be tapped in at what's up this is Dave petty aka the petty club and this is girls talk with my girl jesse jess and i am don and today we will be talking about the topics that um from the vaccination to the border problem from the met gala even though we're kind of like a couple weeks late but i want to talk about the fashions yeah we still gotta talk about it because you know i don't always keep up (laughs) so we're gonna start from the bottom to the top so we're gonna start with the met gala um did you watch the met gala did you see the fashion i didn't watch it i saw a few of the outfits very questionable (laughs) a lot of them but i guess that's hard um, number one, um, who came up with the theme? Because this theme, I was what not. What was the theme? American, uh, greatest, I think, iconic American themes, something like that. And Did so, Sierra go as her husband. Was that her dress? Yes. So, oh, you know, like in America, we're known for like football, baseball, the Great Gatsby, the Rolling Twenties, you right, and the Indiana Jones. You just. It's supposed to be fashion meets art meets science. The greatest heroes were fiction. Yes. Mm. And when I looked at this year's um, Met Gala, I, w- I was disappointed. Did they even try? Like Sierra looked, or Sierra, Serena looked bomb. Mm-hmm. I thought that outfit was cute. But J-Lo, Sierra, I'm trying to think of who else I remember seeing. Taylor's wasn't bad because you, you kind of got her concept. It was like Indiana Jones. But is that really dope? <laughs> is, if that's the concept of a hero, it's like Indiana Jones isn't real. Right, but it's an iconic. Uh, to whom? I don't. That's a classic, girl. Again, to whom? <laughs> to the people of America. <laughs> of that time. <laughs> no, it's a classic. It's a Disneyland. You know, 30 and under. It's like, yeah, Indiana Jones was it. <laughs> oh, I know. I know some couples, okay? I don't know. <laughs> if you grew up on Disney, people. let me tell you something. If you grew up off a of Disney channel, you liked it, Indiana Jones. What did he have to do with Disney? Because Disney bought the rights to it. That's how we, us 90 kids. There got. was no cartoon. There was no... We it was not a cartoon. I know they made a ride at Disneyland. And it's fucking awesome. See, I was too scared. What are you scared? All you do is get in a fake Jeep that drives you around and moves side to side. I closed my eyes the whole time. Jessica, we're gonna have to do a day where we're gonna vlog the day petty and go to Disneyland and we're gonna I'm gonna open your eyelids. I try to face my fears once and I cry. It's okay. I'll give you some tissue. We're going to get through this. I'll get you some tissue. Yeah, what's that ride at Knott's? The really old one. Ghost riding? Yeah, I cried. I'll punch you in your throat. I know you're not crying off of that. It's so old and riggedy. I was like, this ride don't even seem legit to be up. You go to Magic Mountain? Yeah, for the funnel cake. I'm one of them. I go for the I'll funnel cake. I'll smack you dead in your face. <laughs> I'll watch you wait in line and, you know... Be you, scared to death. You cannot go anywhere. No. If I if you go with me, you're gonna wanna fight me. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
But um, I was just looking at the fashion and I'm just like, what what is going on? It looks like people just woke up and was like, I'm going to wear last year's stuff. I'm going to wear two years ago yeah, stuff. Yeah, it didn't look like no real effort went into this. It wasn't. It wasn't. You, you know who I did like, but it was weird? Um, Tracy Ellis Ross. Tracy Ellis Ross. Uh, I don't remember her outfit. Let me look it, it up. It, she looked like, um, you know, the character from Incredibles that make they stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait. I think I did recall seeing it. <laughs> I think they did. My dog. Like okay. Okay. Her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I forgot her name. I can't think of her name. She's my favorite character. She's great. Yeah, I love her. But she's actually based off of a real person that lived in the, four, uh, the 50s. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It was a time where I was watching this guy who goes to people's grave sites and he would give you history on them. See, and then Rihanna, who is she supposed to be? Girl, she looked like she took her, her curtains and said we're going out. She was wearing a hoodie, like... <laughs> Imani, um, the supermodel event, Imani, she looked like she was coming straight out of Wakanda. Mm. And then Kim and Kanye look like some, <laughs> some ghouls. They always look crazy. She looked like the lady from, not the lady, you know when you go to Party City? Mm-hmm. And you know they got the little outfit where it's like different colors and they got a little mask with no face? No. Oh my God. I don't go that often. But, um. Okay. <laughs> but it, ever watch American Horror Story? Nope. Oh my God. You didn't pick up from the roller coasters that I'm a scary person. <laughs> That means, you know, I love Halloween time, but not when it gets too scary. Okay. So there's a, on American Horror Story Murder House, there is a character in spandex with no face. It looks dominatrix. That's what she looked like. I'm going to send you a picture one day. But mm-hmm. when I was just looking at the fashions, I just wasn't finished. They looked it. a little sedated. It just looked like some of them just took outfits from two, three years ago and said we're from the- yeah, it looks cheap. Just yeah. Cheap. And if this is Amer- if this is American fashion, I don't know. Yeah. I missed the one where it was like a fairy queen. Oh, that Zendaya was good. was like a Cinderella and her dress lit up. Yeah, that was like, that. That was like, I think that was like back in 2017. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, it was really cool. But overall, like I was thinking about... Do you know how much it costs to go to the Met Gala? And you know it's not, it's invitation Yeah, do you have only. to buy a ticket? Yeah. It's, like, it's invitation, but I think you still have to buy something. Your plate is $20,000. 20? $20,000. That's ridiculous. Yeah. It's not that deep. You're not even serving food worth that much. No, because a lot of people... Um, I think one of the celebrities said, every time I come to this event, I leave here hungry. <laughs> and that is my point. Like, they be talking about how the food is actually limited. Yeah, it's like little tasters. That's silly. That's funny. I was going to do it. If I go to the Met Gala, I'm going to eat a bag of chips. I'll have a bag of chips in my purse. So it's really just meant to be a flexing event. Um, it's actually for the NYU students, especially when you become a senior at NYU for fashion. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they give the students opportunities to deal with celebrities or in the entertainment fashion industry to get their designs out. So they use up and coming. Some use up and coming designers to um, show their work. 
Right. So, so sometimes it is a year worth of work, and sometimes they're like at the clock doing it. So it's fashion meets education, science. So they're really donating. Yeah. And Anna Winter, Anna Winter is the one who actually, um, I think she's like part of the department but like in a way that's how you internships but she is the one who hand picks the who's who Mm -hmm. so some of the people we be seeing dressed up we don't know who they are but in the fashion world they're like huge right so if you read vogue and you read the articles of people in their homes and stuff those are really legit people who are in the in that world yeah but other than that even though we're a couple weeks late I just want to talk about that just, you know, we don't before we get too serious. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about um, how our community is reacting to vaccinations? Uh, it's causing somewhat of a division, like things can. Um, I've heard... You know, today's time with the internet, you can have opinions and facts and how people aren't doing their research. And what it always comes down to is our right to choose. And I think sometimes we'll get so caught up in what's going on that people are forgetting that, you know, you have the right to choose. And if Mm -hmm. a government's going to try to mandate how what you do with your body, it starts to get scary. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I've brought that up before. It's like, you know, whether you're vaccinated or non-vaccinated, you should have the right to choose. And if your choice is no, and you're somebody who's a nurse that went to school for years, your career shouldn't get swiped under your feet because you choose not to put something in your body. I can agree to that. Um, I think that it should be a choice. I don't necessarily think that people should be... Um, bullied Um, I don't think people should be ashamed that they are vaccinated necessarily because I feel like it goes both ways but I feel like as long as you do the research um, do what's good for you but what if that person doesn't have no choice what do you do what do you mean they don't have a choice. Either they got to they they got to get it now because they got to take care of their family, but they don't want to take the vaccination. But they take it because they need to keep their job. Right. So I think um, when we talk about vaccination, I think that's I think in the black community we're more we've been more um, experimented on that we're not really, when it comes to the medical field, we kind of say F them because we've been the, the guinea pigs of them learning science and different types of diseases and uh, trauma and they would take slaves and just cut on them. Yeah. So awesome. I can understand that or inject them with stuff then experiment on uh, white people. We just gonna say like John Hopkins, he experienced on so many slaves and a lot of these medical people that are glorified, they did black people in. Mm-hmm. So I kind of understand, but I think 
me personally, I got vaccinated because it's something that I wanted to do. And I live in a house with a person who has underlying conditions. So I didn't want to put her at risk. But also, it's like now, yeah, you're getting the vaccine, but now they talk about booster shots. <laughs> See, and that's my thing, you know, when does it end? And uh, as far as I'm concerned, if you're vaccinated, which is meant to help you prevent going on a ventilator, lessening your chances of if you should get COVID, whether I'm vaccinated or not, shouldn't matter. No. And then, you know, you hear, well, you know, if everybody gets it, you know, that that lowers the risk. And it's like, people still get it even if they get the shot. So, again, it's all about what you think is best for you. I have no feelings of people who get it or don't get it. I'm unvaccinated. I don't have a job that mandates that. And if I were to have a job that mandated that, it would be an argument. I have a job that, um, I work for the county of Los Angeles, right? Mm -hmm. So I work in mental health. So I'm dealing with not only mental health, but I'm dealing with the public. Yeah. I have to sometimes. And that's my thing. Like, I'm not, let me be clear. I'm not against vaccination because, you know, when we were young, we had to get vaccinated. I think they called it just a checkup shot or whatever, but it was Mm -hmm. a form of vaccination. So I'm not against it. And people will say, well, you know, this research has been going on forever on COVID. COVID is nothing new. And whoop-de-woo. And it's like, it it isn't. It was new to us. (laughs) Because once again, maybe it was a thing y'all didn't talk about. And now that it's become out of control, now you want to bring it up. So to say that this vaccination is nothing new, it's like, oh, so y'all been preparing for COVID. That makes sense. Did you? Because I don't believe it just came out the blue. This was planned. (laughs) Yeah, and it's like, I just got a few questions is all before I just stick whatever in me. (laughs) And it's not even, there's just so much that goes on politically behind health. You know, don't always think that health is out of your best interest. Like, it might be a little cynical way to think, but people don't want you to get vaccinated for for your best interest. They want Mm -hmm. you vaccinated for their best interest. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's like, you already lost me because you really don't care if I live or die. <laughs> right. Well, they, they, um, I did a, I actually did a presentation on COVID of the brain, right? Mm-hmm. And. This is recently? Recently, because we do presentations for our, for the community that we work in, the area that we work in. So. Mm-hmm. When we do presentations, we talk about COVID. We talk about all different types of uh, problems, but we necessarily, at this point, we're talking about COVID, like COVID of the brain, how do COVID and going back to school. Yeah, because it's affecting you more than physically. This could affect you mentally and how you're just thinking. And how with the COVID lifestyle now. Yeah, and how people go into depression, how people Mm -hmm. have suicide thoughts, how people can go from causing them for their memory loss, like dementia or delirium, and just Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Isolation alone. Yeah, but isolation can cause your brain to go down. Mm -hmm. And it's just like a muscle when you don't work at it, you lose Mm -hmm. muscle memory. Mm -hmm. Like you've heard about people that go in the hole, right? In prison? Mm hmm. It's really not that different, even though we're way more comfortable. Mm. Like, I know everybody dragged Ellen when she said being stuck in her home felt like jail. 
And it's like, ah, oh, you know, it's nothing <laughs> the same. <laughs> it's like, it's not. But she was just simply trying to say, like, I can't leave my house. I mean, truth be told, I think she was on house arrest at the time. Lord. But that's a whole nother topic. What I'm trying to say is that if you were somebody who was simply collecting unemployment and you didn't have the pressure to leave and go to work every day, you could just work from home, if anything else. Mm-hmm. It was comfortable at first. It was cool. Everybody was glad to get some time off or to work from home. But then after a while, and you're just not able to go anywhere, and now they're starting to say that they're going to impose that if you're not vaccinated, you can't go to restaurants or stores or what have you. Mm-hmm. You're going to cause a fluctuation in the employment. Y'all want to brag about how unemployment is down. You're going to see it go back up if you're firing people for not being vaccinated. That's true. Um, you know, there's just a lot going on that they're trying to force. And it's like, y'all better be careful because it's really not going to... I don't think it's going to work out the way you think. <laughs> true. Here's the thing. If you work in an environment that consists of dealing with thousands a lot of, of people... people yeah, that's like, understandable. I worked at Costco's. Mm-hmm. So you imagine from the time they open, from the time they close, how many people come in and out of Costco. Right. So if if you're at a job like that and they require that, you're going to either have to take some long thinking and think about, well, I may be unemployed or I may have to do this. I'm not saying you have to do it, but you have to think about mm-hmm. some things. Yeah, so, you do. Sometimes if you work with the public, you're going to have to do something. You're going to have to do the protocols. I once saw a young man from the NBA getting interviewed saying how he's had it, he's immune, but they still required for him to take the shot. Period. I had it and I still had to I still have to take the shot or I was going to lose my job. See, I don't get that. If I already had it. <laughs> I had the flu. But you you want me to take the flu shot. You ever heard of someone who had the flu and then a few days later after they got better got the flu again? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's just me. So I, I, when it comes to the vaccination, I feel like, yeah, you should be vaccinated, but also you shouldn't lie about being vaccinated. That is a problem for me. Stop having these cards and selling them and then getting people... Yeah. I, I just think it's too much. Like, if you're not going to take the vaccination, please just be able to do a test every week. But understand, you're going to have to do a test every week. But buying vaccination cards from people, is it really worth you losing your job? Is it worth you losing your livelihood? Is it worth you looking like you're untrustworthy? Mm-mm. But then again, you shouldn't force people in the situation to even let that be a problem true but what are we gonna do to stop it you have to think about it when this you started stop the mandate <laughs> right but you have to th- people don't understand when you're dealing with a disease like that right right when it started did you know it was a part of africa who had their last ebola patient Mm-mm. ebola started when i was in high school mm-hmm. my in my last part of high school we into, at that time it was in 2020 they had just got done with their last Ebola patient just not going in like a yeah. flu or the, the, it's not 
it's only getting worse. So I do feel like understand this. If you're gonna be not be unvaccinated, please have a mask. Please have sanitizer, hand sanitizer. Please have um Lysol, like many Lysols. Please take the precautions for people around you. Don't be going in any stores coughing on people. Don't be uh just not want to wear a mask. And that's why I feel like they have to put the mandate thing because people are taking advantage of that. And this is where they messed up. When we opened up again and people were lying about being vaccinated, the numbers went up. And I literally told my boyfriend, I said, as soon as they open up, the numbers are going to spike. Mm-hmm. Then I told him, I said, I read up on the internet about Delta. It was called the Delta variant. And it was coming from India. And not even, what, a month later after I wrote it, after I freaking, like, read about it, it hits the United States. So, how do we fight back on a disease? Like, yeah, a disease uh, uh, that's killing people. Exactly. How did it get from Southeast Asia to the United States? They know it came from India. I mean, when people talk about doing their research, you know, I to me it, it, it's hogwash at times because even if you looked up the scientific research, don't act like you fully understand what that all means because it's years of research. <laughs> I don't think you could just look it up for a couple of hours and now you just know the entire science. That's true. But also take the precautions and the meanings of what. Yeah, you just mean. just admit it's all a risk. It's yeah, all it's, a risk, it's and a that's risk. just understand that not everybody's in a rush to be a guinea pig. Even if you're like, well, you know, it lessens your chances. It's like there are plenty of people who got COVID and didn't even have severe symptoms. Yeah, but understand that you're blessed to not have severe symptoms. Yeah, you are blessed, but that ain't like again. <laughs> that's not my problem. That you want me to get vaccinated, and I don't want to. Right. And if I'm so blessed, what do I gotta do with you? Right. But think about it. I got COVID. I got yeah. COVID going to a funeral. A funeral. I got COVID. Yeah, there's people in there. That could have risk. <laughs> Everything that, in life is a risk, and that, how you choose to deal with it should in, always be your choice. In my life, let me be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I have people in my life that I love dearly, that I live in the house with, that has underlying issues. Right. I mean, but, but like I said, you have everybody's life is different. And to say that this is the one solution that's going to be good for everybody. No, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm saying for my life, in my example, for what my choice was, and I right. what I did was because I have a sister that has one lung. She has one lung. Mm-hmm. She can't afford to get COVID. She's not going to make it. And some people can't afford to get the shot. Right. So that's what I'm saying. I have a I have a mother who do has a bunch of underlying health issues that I can't risk it with her. I can't. I have a dad who has underlying issues. I have people that are in my house that I 
have to realize I can't risk it. I had a cousin who lived in Mississippi. Her grandmother was fine. I mean, she was fine. My my auntie was fine. She was 89 years old, eating snuff and spitting, okay? Her granddaughter was going back and forth in the house. She caught COVID and died. That's what I'm saying is that you don't have to be vaccinated, but please be cautious and please remember that there's people around you lives that does matter. And sometimes people who are not being cautious and they don't want to wear a mask and they don't want to be clean and they don't want to be do- doing the precautions of not able to contract COVID or not give somebody COVID. Right. So the numbers of people catching COVID is in... That from the age 65 and up now it has gone down to the point where it's reaching children it is reaching every age group we have to be conscious and we have to think about okay if you don't want to do it just do the precautions and I'm okay with that if you do the precautions I'm I don't feel like right. I don't have, I can't yeah, do it I agree with that but when you're being careless and you not you're not taking no precautions that's not right. It's not right. But it's so, also not right to force, like, um, I think you were trying to tell me about the guy who it's against his beliefs. And that's true. Uh, there are Jehovah's Witnesses who won't take blood transfusions. You know, they don't believe in man-made medicine. And so to now say, well, you know, forget your religion. You got to do this. <laughs> well, I don't think that's right either. That's not right, but also they do have a law, especially in the county of Los Angeles. If you have religions, um, it's off based off your religion. You have to you have to put in, I think, like a statement or something to the HR of mm-hmm. the county of Los Angeles, and they resume it. And then they feel like this is your religion. They won't they won't make you, but they will also make you do a weekly COVID test. Right, which should be fine. That's fine. I'm okay with that. There's the ones that don't want to even do the COVID test. That's where I have the apartment. Nah, just do the test. <laughs> so that way, even if you are sick, now you know, so you can distance yourself. Exactly. So that's why um, I really say when it comes to... Because that's the bounce back. Like, understand that, yeah, the numbers could still be going, but that doesn't mean they haven't improved either. Like, people say it got worse then they'll say the numbers are down so it's a fluctuation of all right now we have lower numbers and people are getting it and not dying as much but at the same time it's still continuing that some people are dying so that's why i said um, make a choice but let it be a choice that doesn't get other people sick as well and that's why i just that's what i'm saying is that if you choose not to do that i'm okay with that yeah, like I'm very said, okay with that. Take precaution. I personally, there's certain people um, that I don't allow in my house because they're <laughs> always around. It's the truth. It's certain I mean, people. I, you have to. I don't. If you know, skeptical times. Right. So if you notice when we did day petty, y'all would come to my house and we would do an episode. Yeah. online like school (laughs) exactly I had to be like okay so we can't do it this way because we're still in a whole pandemic right now so yeah (laughs) right now it's ghetto 
very much indeed. So I don't allow people necessarily to um, come to my house like that. Only person who's necessary to come to my house is like my best friends, my boyfriend, because I only go between my best friend, my boyfriend's house, and my house. That's it. Right. Anybody else? No, you can't come to my house. There's nothing like being rude or being petty, but I just don't allow a lot of people to my house because that's how it gets spread. For my birthday, I didn't do a party because we're in the whole camera. Just gonna be honest with you. <laughs> I shouldn't even did a party when we first started. <laughs> so when it comes to vaccination, I just feel like do it makes you happy, but please don't shame the people who do it. Please don't shame the people who don't. We just have to go along with it. But um did you watch the I don't know, do you watch the view? Not like that. Okay, um, did I'll you probably watch the... the real before the view. Okay, well, did you watch the real or the, any type of news outlet about um, the Haitians are at the border and they were hitting them with like bull whips and it was yeah, like, yeah, I know what's going on. Is it because they had a um, an earthquake? It was some natural disaster, right? Natural disaster and also, um, they're they're. Their country is in a shit show. <laughs> say it yeah, like that. They don't seem to always be on the up and up over there. They're they're they're, they're fighting for their independence still, and America won't give them what's the thing? What they do with fugitives, refugees? It's like mm-hmm. what they did for the people in Iraq. Even though personally, I'm sorry, but I don't think people in Iraq deserve to even get it because you had 20 years to get your government together. I mean, we had to interfere for that to even somewhat we, I, take place. How old were you when 9-11 hit? I was in middle school. I was probably like 11 or 12. 11 or 12? Maybe 12 or 13. I was in the third grade of Indigenous Data. Mm-hmm. Okay. We had 20 years. We went through three presidents. About three you or four presidents. Not everybody has the same resources we do. No, we were giving the money. We were fighting a war for them. That war was not about no oil. That war was about them. Right. We have gave you money. We have gave you resources. We have gave you, try to help you build an army. Not only were we not the only nation to help you, we even had Britain, Europe helping you. You get what I'm saying? So nations were funding your- so much. Like there was so much about that situation I had to read up on because you know, everybody was coming out with the facts of why we were pulling out and all this. I don't blame him pulling out. Do well, I think... I, was it even his decision something like Trump the was president. already gonna do that? Trump was gonna do it, but Biden did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is in the in the um, in the what is it called? The United Nations or in, in that area? When you occupy a place for over 20 years, you're really not allowed to abandon that nation. It's something like it wasn't even proper protocol. It wasn't a proper protocol. But here's the thing. And this is my process. 20 years, we help you with your government. 
right? They wanted to be liberty. They wanted to be a modern Middle Eastern country. Okay. The country still looks famine. The country still... Um, it just, just looks like shit. I'm just going to say it like that. <laughs> we'd, we'd literally help you for 20 years and you allowed niggas with turbans to take over your government in three days. Three days. So tell me, did nobody find it very ironic that it was more men than women and children that got on that plane? No, all I saw was that the start of the video where somebody was going to die trying to hang off the plane and shit. Hey, what was he thinking? I know he was desperate, but you weren't going to get inside. You weren't going to be able to stay on a plane. Thousands of feet in the air going God only knows what speed they be going. <laughs> but we're giving these people refuge and we're giving these people money and we're giving these people sanctions to be citizens of the United States, but we're treating the Haitian people Yeah, way closer. Like trash. You know, politics be fickle. It's fickle, but I feel like if Biden wants to be a four-year, another eight, another four-year president, you need to do what's right. Honestly, girl, it's not looking good for him. <laughs> it's not. It's a lot of people are trying to understand a lot of things of his decision making. It doesn't. Myself make included. Sense. Like I still don't understand why we have a Juneteenth now. Like for what? What? For what? The fourteenth, the June fourteenth. Juneteenth? June, you mean June 19th? Whatever. You, you, that, we deserve that damn holiday. We wasn't free when on the 4th of July. Yeah, that's exactly my point. It feels like a spit in the face. Like, oh yeah, that independence thing we y'all thought y'all got, that wasn't the real one. Here's the real one. And let's declare that a holiday. I don't necessarily think that it was a spit in the face. I think it was well deserved. I feel like we built this country. It didn't a white person built this country we built this country we we got that holiday now what we got that holiday because we deserve it uh no offense to my spanish people but they get holidays what cinco de mayo and they get cinco de mayo questioned even uh, even some mexicans look like why do we have that holiday but they get a holiday and they don't mind celebrating it so let's be real we don't mind the day off we don't mind what it actually goes for just like most of these holidays are like what is that for just like Christopher Columbus used to be Christopher Columbus, now it's uh, Indigenous People Day. Now. We have, our, our, uh, what is it called? Um, St. Patty's Day. And that's supposed to I be mean, that Irish was actually people. right, though. That was actually right. <laughs> How was that right? Yeah. Because Christopher Columbus was nothing to be celebrated. Okay, Christopher Columbus was nothing to be celebrated. That one is valid. I'm talking about for the Irish people. We celebrate St. Patty's for Irish people. Still don't know what that's for. Exactly. Irish people didn't... Irish people wasn't... So all he did was add to the list. Like, what's this for? <laughs> no, well, I, I get why they celebrate it. Because back in the 1800s, the Irish people... Irish people were close to a nigga. 
So they used to think Irish people was lower than a nigga, actually. So I feel like if Asian people can get a, a holiday a month, we get the shortest month of the year. Why can't we have another month? I think we got like another. I think June is like a Black American um, Music Month. We deserve that holiday. I'm sorry. That to me wasn't a spit in the face. That was something to say that was well deserved. I don't get what it's accomplishing. What are we White. remembering? What are we remembering? Do you know when we was free? A lot of people didn't know they were free. Right. In the state of Texas, they wouldn't tell them that they were free. It took Union soldiers from a get on a boat, was going around telling people at different parts of the South, because they wasn't telling them that they were free, mm-hmm. and telling them, hey, you guys are free. So ever since then, June 19th is our 4th of July. That's our liberation from bondage. So that's something for black people we're already celebrating in Texas, but to bring it to the all masses of black people that live everywhere. That's our holiday. holiday. It's a holiday. (laughs) White people got a holiday all year round. What's that? President's Day. George Washington Day. Lincoln Day. Mm-hmm. They get holidays all year round. Fourth of July. Mm, all of them slave owners. <laughs> but, uh, you know. Hey. For, for the, Abraham, Abraham Lincoln did own slaves. His wife yeah. did. So we celebrate all these people. They get a holiday all year round. We get the shortest month. So when it comes to June 19th, I'm out there. We all saw it. So I just feel like with June 19th, that's something for all black people. That's our heritage. That's a part of our our, um, our history. Yes. Well, that's just my opinion. Um, I think some real things can take place better than that. Like, uh, like how they just gave like I guess Newsom signed some bill that gave these black people the property rights back to a certain beach I forgot mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. but that's more of the stuff I would want to see people actually getting reprimanded for what should have belonged to them I would love them to build another black wall street you know replace the ones you bombed <laughs> stuff that actually would benefit the black people I have a question, right? Mm. Do you think they would ever build a Black Wall Street? No, but that's exactly my point. You gave us some bullshit holiday that does nothing for nobody but explain further how y'all still lied about when we were free. More fucked up history. But it's like, hey, we got the day off. True. That's not a win to me. But have you thought about... We could have taught ourselves about June 14th. They didn't even make it a holiday. Okay, but have you thought about... Okay, there's a bank called Greenwood, right? Mm-hmm. It's a black-owned bank. It is based off of Tulsa of the Black Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Have you thought about the mecca of black people already been its own Black Wall Street? Like in D.C., 
or like in Atlanta or like in Baltimore or like in certain parts of New York. Have you ever heard of the Mecca? The no. the Black Mecca? No. So the Black Mecca was in Harlem. Harlem was the Black Mecca. Black businesses, black everything. Anything you can think of that was black was in Harlem. Okay. Chicago. There were there were uh, towns in Chicago, New York, that were black. Wall Streets. They just didn't get a name, a well-known name like Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So I do think like to rebuild it. Because in California, I don't see that. I see Korea towns, but I don't see our Black Mecca. Our Black Mecca is actually where I live. It's just been taken over and it's been ran over. Really you know, Century? Many black store owners. Okay, but Cent- what? Century? You know, down on Century? That mm-hmm. was a strip of black businesses. Was. Once again. As far as I know, they're trying to gentrify this whole area. Right. But constantly, it was a reminder of what they did. America doesn't want to be reminded for what the things they do. So what they do is, oh, well, we're giving you this holiday. So you can forget about it. That's my point. (laughs) It's like, that was just to pull the wool over. I was like, oh, they gave us something. Like, And what did that do? But But they don't necessarily want to see us. They don't necessarily want to see a black Wall Street. That's too much for them. And they're seeing more that we're circling the black dollar than ever before. So our black Washington is... No, really. You're right. Yeah, ever than before. Yeah, Yeah, ever than before. Really, if you think about it, you're in Black Wall Street. Everywhere is, it may not be in the city you live or the state you live, or you may not see it a lot, but it's circling. We're not no longer going to people that don't look like us no more. We have seen more beauty supply owners that are Black. We're seeing more uh, financial bureaus that are black. We're seeing people who in real estate companies that are black. We are seeing people who are going into neuroscience and having their own research and stuff that are, that are black. We have people having their own uh, on the East Coast. They have a lot of uh, black hotels that are coming up and people are, are doing like we're creating our black Wall Street. So it's really black Wall Street is now everywhere. We just... I think we're doing more to benefit our own community. We're not looking for them to give us anything. So yeah, June 19th. That's it should be, though. But that's what I'm saying, is that we're trying to um, build the the black dollar because black people make the most money. Only reason they actually burnt down Tulsa, Oklahoma. To not Tulsa, but the Black Washington, because they seen that we grossed it over a million dollars. We didn't, we didn't need their services. They wasn't making any money. So I do think that we're benefiting ourselves. We don't necessarily need handouts. And I think um, the Bruce Beach, yeah, it's cool that they're giving it back to the family, but it's kind of too late to me. So what what do you think that is enough? Just something more tangible. Because when you speak of it, it sounds like it's 
all online no not necessarily um, i mean i'm i'm sure there are black owned hotels but just don't hear about them. true but i say but i hear what you're saying like we are slowly but surely getting in the real field of things i went to houston and everywhere i ate everywhere i went was black owned Speaking of Houston, how do you feel about the abortion ban? Um, think of thinking of Texas. I think it's out of line, but I don't feel like it's our fight. Here's my thing. I feel like now white women want black people to be a part of this fight. This fight. And they voted those people in to make those decisions. And I do personally feel like it does affect women of color too also is really not towards for the white woman of the it's for poor people <laughs> poor yeah. poor people but, got nothing to do with it now, but. but here's the thing who has the most hysterectomies non-black people <laughs> no black people oh who are where do you have you ever went to a nice suburban white neighborhood and seen an abortion clinic? I don't know. Everybody knows they're built in the hood. They're built in the hood. Plant everybody knows that. Plant pant what's it? Plant plant what's it plant? Plant parenthood. Yeah. That was owned by the most racist white woman. She made those to bring down the population of black people. But see, here's what's going on. It's always about a choice. You could say they put them in there. They put liquor stores on every corner of Los Angeles, but I'm still not a drunk. (laughs) Okay. It's all about what you choose. There's a deeper thing that goes on behind the mentality of getting an abortion. Um, Because at the end of the day, most people do it because they feel like they can't afford a child. They feel like a child is a burden. And depending on how you were raised, that's not how a child should be viewed. That's true. But also, who are the people outside of those things? Those are white women outside of those things telling people of color that they should not abort their child. But you care about the child in the womb. But when the child is out the womb, you don't care about it. No. And, you know, the whole uh, system of how foster kids work is actually very disgusting business. Uh, they treat those kids like cattle like there's no orphan any happy ending for a lot of them so you know not to say that the foster system hasn't saved some kids every now and then some really caring people adopt a kid but even you get into the whole like it's very detailed when it comes to adopting a kid they want to know if you can handle a kid with special needs a lot of people might choose no a lot of people want to know do you mind a kid of another race some people might choose no true but I also I'm sorry but I blame white women from Texas who decided to support these white bigot men mm-hmm. and now they're realizing that they don't care about their uterus they want people of color aka black people black lives all the colored people of the rainbow to back them up 
But you don't see these same white people when they see black women or black men or children, black people or people of color being shot in the street. No, yeah, it's all... People so I, try to make it act. They try to make it seem like they're just trying to preserve life, and which is a good. That's not a bad thing. But the reality is, the world is a very fucked up place. And again, people have a choice of what they do with their bodies. People have a choice of what to do with their bodies, but it is not your choice to tell them what they should and should not yeah, do. Yeah, it with is their never bodies. a man's place to tell a woman what to do. With how her does the man? It's never a man's place. My period. issue with the state of Texas: How do you tell a woman what they should do with their body when you have never birthed anything? No, it's 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 all involved of why they had no right to do that. There was a reason that law was made or that bill was passed, I should say. Some people but, um, like. Like you said, there are some people who don't believe in abortion. Okay, that's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, it may be for with their belief system or what they do believe, or you know their religion. That's fine. But there is some people that I personally take. How would I say this? Okay, don't be offended. Okay, I take. I feel that I take it really. Um, I feel like it's not fair for those who try to give life that can't give life. Mm-hmm. And women who are out here just having babies and throwing them away. Yeah. Yeah. There's women who wish they have children. Mm-hmm. And women who can easily get pregnant and oh, they get pregnant, I'm going to get abortion. Sometimes people just throw away lives because they can. They know they can get pregnant. I watch and hear women say, oh yeah, I can get pregnant. It's not hard for me to get pregnant. And then they go to abortion because they're like, it's a freaking sneaker store. But that's also, there's people who cannot afford, they got five kids and they get pregnant and they can't afford to have another kid. Right. I, I get it. There's people who get raped and they don't want to have that baby inside of them. I didn't take care of a baby that that came out of rape. So people, or they, that, or they're being molested by their parent or an uncle or ancestral. Yeah, like I, I get that. That to me, they have no right. But I do awful. I'm sorry, but I blame the white women of Trump Nation who caused these people. We don't understand. Um... Because you know I grew up in Temecula around a lot of white people. And I know that it's very common amongst white people to be pro-choice. But that's because they live lifestyles where they provide for children. Mm-hmm. Poor people cannot provide for children. And you can look at it like give them a chance. But half the time the chance you're giving them. You know how some people like to say you got a choice. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're just stuck between a rock and a hard place. Sometimes no matter what good choice you make. Your life is just going to be fucked up. <laughs> so, Amen to that. You know, if you're an irresponsible person who is pregnant and you're not about to care for that child, that kid's going to have a hard life. Whether they're growing up with you, someone who doesn't care about them, or possibly getting adopted by some weird people. Or staying in the system, because some people never get adopted. <laughs> like They're in the system till they're 18 and they just, they age out. So, oh, I just want to get up. I just want to clap right now. Just saying. <laughs> what? I just want to clap. Really I'm just saying, like, there was a whole book called Freak Economics about their opinion on abortion. And the reality is, 
when people don't want their kids, that's a strain on the economy. Not them. Like, it's the economy that's paying their welfare. It's the economy that takes in the kids. It's the economy that adopts the kids out or considers them, what do they call that, ward of the state. Mm-hmm. So either way, the government's about to make money off that kid, <laughs> no matter where they go. Yeah. It's business. Okay, so, I, have a, I have a question. Do you think, um, is that why you think it is really hard to adopt a foster kid because they know they're going to lose money? No, it's not necessarily hard. Um, Like I said, say you're a kid who has cerebral palsy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, depending on what type of people you are, you're either genuinely trying to help someone who has a handicap or you're somebody who sees a bigger check. And mm-hmm. when you're somebody who's only seeing the check, and trust me, I I don't know these people. I'm not, I know of them. <laughs> I'm not friends with them. But I have met people who adopt these kids for checks. Mm-hmm. And so you better believe by the time that kids turns 18, or even if they're 18, but you know, something happens and they're no longer receiving a check for them, it's not about to be easy for that kid. Why? Mm-hmm. Because they never really cared. <laughs> so mm-hmm. my whole thing is when it comes to the foster care system, it's overcrowded. It's mm-hmm. nothing but a mess for the kids who remain there. Um, sometimes abortions kind of like killing the kid before they already die. Because <laughs> they're probably just going to live a fucked up life Okay, okay, so like I'm really asking questions because I really, um, yeah, because you know, I don't know about your family, but I've had all kinds of people in my family that were kind of from the foster system. And what I can assure you is when you don't know who your parents are, it's hard for you to know who you are, and you spend a lot of time in life trying to figure out who that is. And even if a family has raised you with love. You always feel estranged because this isn't your real family. <laughs> like, it's not I, your real family. I have met people who have came from the foster system. And um, so I went to school with this girl named Tamanika, and she had five she had five brothers and sisters, right? Three mm-hmm. of them were biologically um, brothers and sisters. And the other the other one, the other two were not. But okay. she ended up finding her cousin who went to school with us. So we all went to school together. But her, my friend Jasmine, um, were her, my friend Jasmine's mother is, I think, like related, I think, of like a, a sibling or a cousin to her biological um, parent. But she didn't know. Hello. 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 Okay, I guess we went out, but um, we're going to end it on this note. Um, please listen. You got good information, and my bad. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, the call drop. Oh, but like, 
I guess we're back. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Um, she found out that they were related. I I came across that. Mm-hmm. She never had. She never felt necessarily like she didn't know who she was. She never gave that off to me. I don't know, but her the her adopted mother never made them feel like they were adopted. Some people do, but just fine. They. I think we're having typical difficulties. 